Welcome everybody to Beyond I Do. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And we have Nathan and Sanaz hanging out. He said that so excitedly. He was, was excited. Was excited. Was excited. <laughs> 30 minutes ago. Golly. He was excited 30 minutes ago for Nathan came late, but it's okay. <sighs> he is here. Um, and Am I the only one who had lunch? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. We would have well, got we, lunch if we yeah, weren't we, like, we oh, we got to film. I right was now, you know. keeping my wife posted. So Phil, no, time. no, your your, she location was at your location wasn't moving. That's, That's true. I was. I was tracking your location on the way back. Oh, Stalking. I was trying to get out there. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yeah, well, no, let's no. do an episode today. Sanaz <laughs> didn't want to do it, but it, we get asked it all okay, the time. All right. We get I just thought all the time. Okay. It happens all the time. We've never done it on the podcast. So let's talk let's about, talk about financial arrangements in sure. the marriage. We always mm. got people who are uh, engaged and they're doing premarital and all that. And they want to ask about it. And I know there are some other Christian relationship podcasts who have some uh, insights that have stuff as well. So I, you were like, oh, it's pretty boring. But it's like, <laughs> it's not really that boring if you're a person who genuinely wants to know. Okay. You know, so I guess people who are, if there's couples talking about it and everything well, like that. Well, because I mean, in, in reality, like. that's like one of the number one arguments. Oh, for sure. It's a top three Money. for sure. Yeah. Money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, top three. Divorce happens. Yeah. Money. Well, yeah, yeah, you yeah. said one of the main. I'm like, yeah, yeah you're right. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. top three. Yeah, top three. Um, Number one is communication. <laughs> number two is finances. Number three is uh, sex. I would yeah, put maybe that. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on what the top three are, but <clears throat> probably it is. Intimacy. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. So finances in marriage. So we'll start with Nathan and Oz. What do your guys' <laughs> <Wonderful>. financial <laughs> arrangements, <laughs> and Oz, what does your guys' financial arrangement look like? And is it share finances? Is it one account, multiple accounts? How did you discuss um, it upon getting married? Yeah, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> great and what advice? What advice? Well, how, what'd you guys talk? What'd you guys talk about on the front end? Because uh, uh, for a little bit of context, what I think is important, Sanaz's family has a bit of a trust, so there was probably some clarifiers in that too. So there was like, you probably had no choice, but to talk some people who just like, Correct. and you guys got yes. married sure. older. Correct. You guys sure. were older when you got married. So you also like Sanaz had a house, yeah, Nathan we, had a condo. We had so that you guys really whether had or not sure. even like a, a prenuptial agreement. Yes. Like we were in that Ooh. type of a, which mm. we, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we shut that down. <laughs> that was shut down though. Really fast. I've never heard the woman's side of like, right. I'm serving you the prenup. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yep, there we go. Dang. Nathan was about bro. to be served at prenup. Served and they just said, no, ma'am. He nope. said, no, no. I, I, I'm. He said, did you, you want to marry me? You take no, 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 no. No, we just talked about it. It no, was, it was talk, very casual. No, like, do you think we need a prenup? But like. Yes, I know. It, it was more so, well, in the beginning, so I know that you asked a lot, but so like starting off, I think with, because what we were bringing to the table, her parents just wanted to know that I was like a legit mm -hmm. trustworthy man of integrity yeah. and then to understand like what, because we talked before, like they are not religious whatsoever. So they had to understand or learn what, what was my job, like what yeah, I right, did. Right. So they just wanted to know that their daughter was going to be supported and secure and that the household would be provided for even though she was coming in with her own assets and to bring something to the table they just wanted to know that i had a legitimate job and that i could support myself and that i was bringing something to the table mm -hmm. so that was more so from their angle when we got married but they weren't expecting 
us to go into a prenup or anything like that. They mm-hmm. were supported. So when we started dating and then when we got engaged, we knew that we were bringing assets to the table. So we just basically talked through like what were those assets and how would we utilize them like in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked as much as we could about like what our finances would look like. And then when we got married, I, I don't think we've even changed since we got married what that looked like. And so for us, we have separate and we have joint accounts. So, so, well, well, our, our separate accounts are really not necessarily because um, we want to have our own money. Yeah. Like I have a bank account that I opened up when I was 16 and my mom is on it. So in order mm-hmm. for me to take it off, she, we have to go to the bank together. We just, in yeah, the last yeah, 11 years, we just never and, did it. So yeah. it just had, and it serves as a, just another account, but yeah. 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 So when I say separate, yeah, it's just different avenues of it. We, so we have our main joint checking account. Um, where, you know, uh, I, I have, obviously that's my main, because I pay the bills in, in the house. That's right. So, no, I'm not saying that just works for us. Like I pay the bills. So I'm paying, you know, I'm paying all expenses, utilities, I'm paying credit card bill, all of that. Right. So that's where my, the main checking account comes from. She has her own checking account, but I have access to that as well. So she supports the household in ways, mainly for the boys, Mm -hmm. um, their extracurriculars and stuff like that. Um, Then we have joint savings accounts um, that we have and investments um, that are all joint. So for us, we felt it was best that we work off of a joint account mm-hmm. yeah. um, that she has access to, obviously. But again, I'm, I hold the primary access with the checking account. But we pretty much have a joint yeah. setup. So it's, 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 more, it's more so because sometimes we still have conversations about his money and my money. But it has more to do with that we believed for our marriage it was important for us to have joint accounts and that our money is to be shared. However, the way that we split it up is that his paycheck pays for these things, the bills, the utilities, all those things. And then my paycheck pays for um, uh, uh, non-essentials, hence what you're talking about, like the boys or travel or shopping shopping or things like that. Exactly. And so that's what worked for us. It took a few years for us to really navigate a good system that works. Um, but that that is where we stand today when it comes to our accounts. And even, even just a couple of dig- days ago, we had a conversation about, um, about uh, 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 retirement and how much we want to put into the retirement. So we're constantly having conversations. We also have rules such as um, if, we, if anyone wants to spend a certain amount of money or more on on something that we, we let each other let know. each other know before we make the purchase. Yeah. Other than that, you know, you can go and buy yourself a fifty dollar right. or whatever. But so these that all of that is what works for us when it comes to paying our bills and our bank accounts. It's not yeah. necessarily for everybody, no, but that's what all. works for us. Because I know you guys have yeah, you guys don't. operate off of more of a separate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, account. Yeah, the way we operate. <laughs> <laughs> It's the opposite of how. Not really the opposite. Mine is actually much more of the, uh, what I understand to be the the Arabic culture, which is 
the wife's money is her money and the husband's money is the family's money. That's okay. that's what I understand. It's a lot <laughs> of air. I would, I've that taken sounds that great. I didn't you know, know that, but I'm that sounds and, wonderful. Uh, you know, this year will I be might nine. Have a bloodline. Yeah, this will be nine years. <laughs> this year will be nine years us married. And Ashley got a good gig right there. <laughs> and for the past <laughs> nine years, <laughs> I've tried to figure out where Ashley's money is. Go. Goes. Sure. So she does support the boys. Oh, the, uh, the, I pay for it like ninety nine point nine percent of the things okay. that they do. So that's extracurricular. That's, that's household. <laughs> all his clothes, all their clothes, their school, the anything to score, the Jordans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that stuff. <laughs> they are not. Like, like, not the like food, though. Uh, no. <laughs> he just no. does the DoorDash. Mind you, and we've Door talked about this on a podcast. She has access to all of my credit cards. There's mm-hmm. duplicates mm-hmm. on my credit cards. Oh, I with never her used, name on I've them. Never, I, when it comes to the boys, though, here, good, good conversation, <laughs> no. honest conversation. You've never bought the boys clothes or shoes. I will tell you that. You yeah, I ne- believe that, but yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're not, That's where they're clothes. They're not getting four thousand dollars worth or a thousand dollars worth of clothes well, and shoes a month. Well, not even clothes. Well, <laughs> they're getting three, stuff four, from. But it's okay. No, they're not. They're, if you would look at what we just went shopping for, yeah. no, I know they're. I know you're not, Ashley. Don't fudge it. No, you're, no, they're not. They're I not. said three hundred. Oh, yes, okay, yes. okay, a couple hundred dollars a month. Yes, yes. I didn't say three thousand. No, you said three, but I said four, and you said three or four. And oh th- no, that no, was no, no, not thousand, bro. Yeah. Bye. Oh, gosh, no, heck, no. no. That's I, why I was like, we have, that's, that's, we have to have an intervention. Yeah, if you're like, spending that much money on yeah, this. Yeah, hold on. And they're gonna grow out of it in two months. Yeah, no. But we've had this honest conversation that I have a problem well we didn't have the conversation but I do have a problem with the firm right and Afterpay yes you went right. viral talking went viral. about yes. a firm and well, Afterpay because, and I'll tell you this I've made big purchases on a firm because they're monthly payments so we have bought the boys an expensive bed which I still pay for we've bought our couches we've bought our furniture so those are things we've bought like our TV things yeah. those are expensive things that I have put on to where the payments go to so it's literally like and we only like well, only affirm bills. something if it's 0% yes. interest yeah. yes, we won't, yes, yes, but I mean yes, you guys yes. are on one accord yeah. with that Oh yeah, Same page. Uh, 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 I won't. Yeah. On those big purchases, I'm like, is this something that I, you're okay with me purchasing? Because yeah. it's for the home, House, right? And this is you're knowing that my money is going out towards that. Yeah. So literally, two thousand of it is going towards paying those yeah. off as far as what that looks like throughout For obviously sure. in the months. But we do he did bring to me at the top of the year though. He goes, was it last year or this year? I can't remember. I don't know he, what goes, he goes, he goes. Do you want to join accounts? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> She's got a sweet gig. I, I, you know, I, 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 I said, I, no, thank you. It's been, like, it's been like that since we got married. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I haven't had any complaints about it. I haven't yeah, had no. any. I've never told her, you know, you need to start put, pulling your weight no, no, or no. whatever. But um, I told him um, at the end of this year, obviously, with it is my goal by the end of this year for us to be on the same account next year just because I'm like I want you to see everything that is spent mm-hmm. me paying down the affirms and stuff like that I know that for me it's more so now go- getting into the thick of things we told you guys today our house stuff is right. happening there's things that we want to add and, and put into our backyard and I'm like those are things that I know that I financially need to be able to support in that 
as well. Sure. So I told him, I said, give me to the end of this year. And this is what I, this is my goal yeah. to pay down certain things. And this is what I want to do. Cause I really do think for us, I really think it is important for him to know what I am spending it on because for him to even joke about it, it still does leave some little, like it does gives me some convictions because he is talking from his heart. Like, Oh, she has a nice gig when I know the weight of it and the stress of it and the pressure of it is a lot because I'm sure there's a lot of men out there too, that feel that weight of their spouses of like, yeah, you're su- supposed to supply all the needs, blah, 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 but don't ask me what I'm spending my money on. You just bring in your money, make sure the house is done, make sure yeah. the utilities are on, make sure all of that is done, um, but I'm going to keep my money. And it seems selfish, and it does. Like yeah. now, it is. Like, it, it, is. is. it is. It is. So from, I know women, yeah. and, and, you, and, and, and in society you can joke as a woman and be like, you know, my husband's money is, I mean, my money's my money, my husband's money is my, my money. money. Yes. But like, but yeah, if you yeah. are if you are equal part, but but and then you want to be equal partners and on right, all these right, things. It's right. like if you really want to add to the household, how are you adding to the household? Now, granted, you know there it doesn't have to be, and we've talked about this so many times. It doesn't have to be dollar for dollar, right? Right. But right. it has to be at some point. Everybody in the house has to take accountability because if you don't, then what ends up happening is you don't really see how. Uh, your spending is affecting the family, right? Right. And right. how much more? Like, hey, if you just, if you didn't, if you saw the bigger picture of everything, then maybe you wouldn't be so quick to spend your money if you knew how hard right. and how much is going out of my money, right? And so sometimes it's nice to see the bigger picture and all of it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. Go ahead, babe. Give it to no, me. No, you guys are giving great vi- <laughs> viral content comments for us because you're criticizing women, and that always yeah, does very well <laughs> on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> Hearing other women criticize other women. Sure, it's always sure. very good. <laughs> it always does very good. No, but I mean, yeah, I, I highly recommend to most people to, uh, to merge their finances. It's going to save you a lot of headaches. The data suggests that couples that merge their finances have less likely of divorce. So mm. there's an actual correlation to divorce of separate finances. And so not many couples have probably the maturity, maybe some work ethic or whatever it may be to make up for it. And that's kind of how um, I've always treated it is like yeah. if we needed more money or we needed to extend our budget. I would just go bust my butt right. and figure mm-hmm. out right. how mm-hmm. to do it. And I'm okay. I can I can carry that. That's my makeup. I, I I enjoy working. I carry that from my dad. I have a very very high work ethic. So in the past, if I was like, oh, we need to do this or we want to do this, I'm like, okay, well, not anymore. But in the past, I'd have you know these side businesses of marketing and blah sure. blah. And I'm like, well, I can get two more clients, <clears throat> and I'll bust my butt and I'll stay up till mm-hmm. two a.m. Mm-hmm. and I'll make it work and because I also saw value I'm like man my Ashley was great has been great in the young children sphere right so when when we had you know when we had we've, we've had young kids that both of our boys when they've been uh, infants and all that kind of stuff like that Ashley did all of the late nights she did all the breastfeeding she mm-hmm. did so there was to me very much an equal sacrifice sure. mm-hmm. where I know other guys where they're uh, putting in all the financial toil as well. But then mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. they have children and then the wife's going, hey, you need to cover tonight's... Like, I know guys who... W- the, the the wife only works a couple hours a week. Yeah. He works 40, 50 hours a week. And then they have children. And he also has to pull all-nighters yeah. for breastfeeding as well. Now, if that works for your family, great. I'm not here to judge that. But what I know is my wife was great to say, Adam, you bust your butt financially for this family. I will get up 
at 1, 3, 5 a.m., whatever, because you need to be alert when you go to work. Or, yeah. right. or you're staying right. up late and taking on another job, which I would do. I'd have these marketing companies, mm-hmm. and I'd work for clients, too, and I was doing both at the same time. And she'd tell me, don't just sleep. When the boys cry, I'll get them up. I'll breastfeed. You get rest because you're holding it down for the house. And so I've always appreciated that. So I never really felt like... Man, we gotta we gotta sit down and talk about this because you're making me you making me do all this stuff at home and I'm doing all. Ashley has always been really great to be like, um, I can hold a lot of things down at home. You know, I'll I'll tell you what I need help with. If you could do that for me, great. But as far as everything else, she really helps be mama bear, even though we're a dual income household, mm-hmm. right? So she's not a stay at home mom. Um, even though she wishes she was, would <laughs> <laughs> be her dream. <laughs> she wouldn't know what to do. But with we, li- yeah, but we live in California, <laughs> sure, and that's not realistic right. to I'd be uh, here, living but then in California. Go home. <laughs> right, yeah, she'd be here and there. I feel like being here today. Bye. Yeah, bye. yeah, she'd just walk away. So, but yeah, I mean, I, in a perfect world, uh, combined finances work. And I know if I went to Ashley tomorrow and I was like, "Hey, we need to combine our finances," yeah, she would 100%. say, "Yeah." But for me, I've ne- it, it never impeded. I'm I'm fine. Um, you know, with, with me covering everything and 90% of everything in for the house, like I've always been good with that. Right, right. But yeah, if, if we, I know for a fact, if we had merged it, would, would we find money out of nowhere, you know, in the, yeah. in months to come for right, sure. Right. But, but again, we, we've gone through nine years of this habit. And to kick when you're married to add new habits in, it, it takes a lot of work. It'd be mm-hmm. different for her. She'd have to, you know, change things on, yeah. you know, her own freedom, but yep. but on certain things, and then I'd have to also start managing her yeah. accounts and all that stuff. So that that for us, we'd have to consciously talk about like, okay, this is be a new learning curve. Yeah. So let's do it. Right. But it, you know, in the business of how you know, tire, like how much we've been busy and we do a podcast and leading a church and all these things like that. It's like, do we also want to start like figuring out merging the finances? We were like, yeah, maybe, maybe next year or the year after. But right now, like kids are getting fed. Yeah. Everything's it's getting held right down. You know, let's not we, throw um, a wrench into it. Cause it, it, yeah, like I said, for us, uh, it, it took a couple of years for us to really understand the sweet spot of how we like what bank account pays for these bills and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. what if we want to travel what money are we using for travel yeah, and what yeah. money are we using for car or for <coughs> this or for groceries like all of those things we had to figure out and it was trial and error and yep. so but here's a question though um if you were to have joint bank accounts do you believe that one spouse should be the one that takes care of the finances that manages the oh finances. yeah it would have to be adam because then adam <laughs> yeah 100 well just yeah. generally like do you think if that- i died tomorrow ashley would not know what to do no she 100%. she she don't know what a water bill looked like right. when yeah. i was household she don't I know, know where they're at they're at. on my table <laughs> yeah i can open them yeah but she wouldn't know what's what she wouldn't know but but no yeah i think that's a great question i think it is. one person like sure. it, growing up in our household with me and nathan with our parents my mom, mom. managed yeah. the money every, so that was penny. not every penny my you know my dad my, my my you know my dad would ask her how much hey i want to buy this how much money do we have to yeah. buy that and she would stay at home mom too my dad was the only one who worked and so and then eventually she became they became a dual income household but for most of our childhood she was stay at home right, mom right. is one one income family so my dad he 
come he you know back then they had physical checks so he'd bring a physical check home he'd bring it to mom i remembered it was tax season every year because my mom for about a month and a half would have our kitchen table full of uh check you know check and balances from yep. her checks and all her receipts she probably and all still that has them like, well she still does that i just don't want to no no she still has those receipts yeah, oh, for sure she does. every year but she still does her taxes that yeah, same yeah, way yeah. she balances her checkbook good for her like that hey if it, it ain't broke don't she's, fi- right, she's right. figured it out this yeah. that way so in there so yeah. i don't think it's a male female thing i think it's i think it's whoever has the aptitude and ability to manage the finances and whoever's probably the most financially conservative should, Mm -hmm. should manage it. I think that that's important. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, And and in America, like with two people, none of you might be financially conservative, but hopefully one One, of you is a little bit more than the other. And that's how it ought to be. So in our, in our makeup, it it would be me, even Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. I'm not the most financially conservative at the same time, but I am the most out of me and her, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. I'm the most business acumen between me and her. Whereas we grew up, mom did all that. Yeah. And dad just was like, Hey, you know, we want to go to vacation, Uh, save us $2,000 to go on vacation. My mom be like, okay. And she'll, you know, and that's not to say that the other spouse couldn't learn it. If that, if they desire it, like how your mom did, your dad most definitely can desire it. And obviously when the conversation arises between you and I at the top of the year or next year, whatever you say is, we can talk about it and saying like, Hey, you guys probably did like, Hey, what does it look like for the utilities this year? What does it look like? Where are we saving? Where are we losing? Where, where should we put money? Where should we invest the money? And so I think that is just healthy conversations as well to have all the time of just growing your knowledge to say too, like, obviously when we have the joint account, it's like, okay, Ashley, just be mindful at least. Cause I'm sure even your guys is, you're still mindful of the bills that are going out. <clears throat> sure. You still but I, know I'm, the water I'm bill. Very, I'm very conservative in my spending. Very conservative right, right. in my spending. I'm more conservative in my spending than Nathan is. Right. Um, however, he is... More type A. He's very de- type yeah. A detail. in the sense I the that he... And yeah. detail, <clears throat> detail oriented up to want to, to, to wanna Detelligence. Tra- I like that. And then detail, a detailed, 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 that's a new word. It's not a real word. Oh, I was going to say that. Detailed oriented. Hey, I love it. To want to track and know where all my money's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it works for us. But I think either way, like we said, it's neither option is right or wrong at all. But I think it all comes down to the communication. So, we started early on. You guys led into the marriage mm-hmm. with that agreement. We did. We talked through it. But there, you guys would know. There's probably so many that are having conversations once they get married, mm-hmm. and then try to figure it out right. rather than making yeah. it a part of that engagement right. process. Well, I'm, leading I, into I the would marriage. Ask th- I'm sure a lot of people are saying this too because blessed enough, neither of us came into the marriage with debt. Mm-hmm. We did not For have sure. school debt. Yeah, we did not have natural debt. We sure. did not have, and then maybe we had like two credit cards at the time. Yeah, like they were yeah. five hundred, six hundred bucks, yeah. but nothing to the extent of like right when we came in our marriage, were we in a financial uh, struggle? Sure, at and you all. You have to think about that if you're getting married and you're getting married to somebody who has a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. That is debt that you're going to be carrying and you have to have a plan. Yeah. You have to have, you cannot just be rosy and butterflies and I'm getting married and 
yeah, he has debt or yeah, she has debt, but we still want a nice wedding and we still want a yeah. honeymoon mm. and we still want to move and we're not going to move in with our parents. We're going to get an apartment. We're going to do all these things and you're going to run up debt. And now you both are just in a hole that you can't get out of because mm-hmm. you guys haven't had those conversations. So it's really important to have those conversations before you get married and yeah. have a plan to get yourself out of debt right off the beginning. So then I'd ask you this. Do you think debt, like school debt, hinders a relationship or or Yeah, the, I marriage? mean, the data suggests yeah. so. So Before you know. marriage, like, should that be a real conversation? Like, well, hey, I have school debt. Should we get married now or after debt is paid off? Well, um, I think more than anything, you just have to know that it, it will, uh, I think the data suggests uh, it's either 30 or 40. I think it's 40. Cause I don't have it on me, but I preached sermons on it before uh, the, that series I did mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago yeah, with, yeah. in terms of sharing data, which is, will be in my book that eventually, Lord willing, will come out. So it's I think it's thirty or forty thousand. That is the that is the mm. tipping point that will create uh, issues in your marriage going into a marriage. It's it's either thirty or forty thousand dollars worth of debt. So yeah, if your student loans is anywhere above thirty or forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, then it more than likely because thirty forty thousand dollars, that's enough that that's basically what you're paying it in school debt is basically a, a, a probably a car payment a yeah. month. Mm-hmm. So so you have a third car in the driveway basically yeah. right. every single month right. with a thirty grand forty grand uh, debt with interest and all that kind of stuff like that. So that that that's about that threshold. Ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars worth of student debt. That's a hundred fifty dollar payment. You know, two hundred dollar payment. But you start to go into forty or fifty thousand once they add interest on it. You're looking at a five to six. Some people are paying fifteen hundred dollars worth mm. of yeah. student loan debt because yeah. forty fifty would be actually a dream <laughs> mm-hmm, for some mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Some people are walking out with a hundred, hundred and twenty thousand, and that's basically a fifteen to eighteen. That's actually a mortgage to apartment right. lease. So, yeah. Right. so yes, it, it the data says that debt going into marriage above that threshold. Uh, will add towards strife in your marriage. So I'm not saying hold off uh, to, to get married to pay it off first, but I but I would say that it, don't be surprised that it's it's it could bite you guys in the butt or it could affect your marriage. So just start communicating, deciding, and get really conservative with your budget. You yeah. know, try to pay that off as fast as possible. So you, so you get a $2 raise at work, say, hey, that raise is going to go off towards. But sometimes what they'll do is, oh, it's only a 20-year, $40,000 student loan. We can, I can pay this for 20. And it's like, no, right, just get right. rid of that sucker as yeah. fast as possible. So yes, don't pay that $35,000 wedding right. if you got that much debt. Right, it, like, pay it off. And your parents, they, and it's easier said than done because some parents are like, well, I'm not going to give you money to pay to debt. I, I, we I save money to pay for your wedding. I feel like they would well, be okay you know, with you know, the I, thing I mean, that, not all. The thing some that parents really, just want to well, their kids to well, flex well, in the well, wedding. Well, then know, maybe that's where they and, learned that, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that behavior from. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things that really kind of grinds my gears is... I don't mind spending money, but I do not like to waste money. And so when it comes to the debt, and 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 Nathan and I have this conversation all the time, I am never okay with just paying a minimum balance. I, mm-hmm. I, I hate just paying a minimum balance because all you're paying is interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not paying any principal down. So, you know... Uh, you're paying $300, but really out of the $300, you're only paying $40 of it off. And then you're still accruing um, uh, interest. So like with what you said, if you've got $50,000 debt, but you're you're able to get, let's say, 
$15,000 um, uh, to pay for a wedding. To pay that off and pay the principal off brings your uh, monthly much, much lower. Yeah. Still pay that <laughs> same amount that you've been paying so that because you're used to paying that much money every single month, but then make sure that the extra goes to principal, then you can pay stuff down so much quicker. It's just, it's such a slippery slope. People do not realize when you get married how expensive life gets. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I was told kids are expensive. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. I had no clue until I had kids and you got to feed these kids mm -hmm. every day. That every knows. day. Did you know you have yeah. to feed your children every single day? And, and God forbid their uh, <laughs> appetite changes to where oh. you went from Chex Mix to Doritos to then <laughs> Cheeto Puffs to then uh, apples to oranges to then grapes. Right. And you're like, what the? Well, Matthias's biggest thing right now, oh, five years old, he wants th sushi. Th that's you. That's your fault. Sushi. That is yeah. your so like, fault. Bro, sushi's like the most expensive yeah, type yeah, of food yeah. you can buy. Yeah. Every day he's like, Dad, like, can we just get some sushi, sushi today? I'm like, I'm like heck no. <laughs> You can have no. top ramen. Sure. Literally. Like, sure. Oh, no. Sushi. I got him sushi yesterday because yeah. he kept he talking asked for about three weeks. Three weeks. And we're like, no, no. I was like, I'm getting, I, I'm tired of hearing <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, and, he, and he tore it up, ate the whole thing. I'm Jeez. like, golly. And you're but, but then it's like, you know, uh, childcare, after school activities, mm -hmm. sports. Yeah. Sports are so expensive. You buy shoes, they only fit in them for a month. Mm -hmm. And then it's, you just don't realize how much money goes out mm -hmm. so we joke about that because as you heard earlier his paycheck goes to bills and mine goes to the kids and i'm like it's the same yeah same thing <laughs> it, we, we spend the same amount of money because yeah. i'm spending it on these kids i still got to feed them every single day and i gotta you know yeah. take them to swim twice a week which is costing me 200 dollars yeah. a month you know and that's just for one sport for one kid you know yeah. and yeah. it's just it can get really expensive so imagine that on top of a school loan that you are only paying a, a small loans, amount. You're paying interest. Yeah. So you're throwing money away. Yeah. yeah. And if you can get that paid off before you move into a season where you have a lot of bills to pay, that's going to help you out a lot more. Yeah. Because if you're already used to paying the three, $400 a month, because you're upping it so that you're paying it off, you pay that off, and now you have four hundred dollars a month that can go um, to to the children. You don't feel like you're drowning in bills because mm -hmm. you're used to paying that much yeah, money. Right. And then we haven't even gotten into savings. Haven't even gotten into yeah. you know what happens to your if you're going to buy a house. What happens to your house when it rains and Floods. there's there's leaks all over the pla place. Yeah, and then I know you guys were talking about it on another episode. Of, of, of retirement. People mm -hmm. aren't prepared for retirement and yeah. people aren't planning for retirement. And I know that that seems like so far in the future, but I don't want to work until I'm 90. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't want to mm -hmm. do it. So we have to have all these plans put in place. And it's just one thing after another, after another, that if you're not having those conversations about your finances right from the beginning, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And it's just going to be, it's going to be a hard hole to come out of. Right. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome to our advertisement. Yeah. So you're watching our episode. We did a short break. Yep. What do we got a little break for, Ashley? Oh, something really, really exciting. <laughs> that when you came home and told me about the news, I was overjoyed, and I hope you had 30 pieces, but you only had one, but it's okay. Yeah. We yeah. are going to be talking about our new partnership. Yes. With an amazing jeweler. Yes. So we have big news. We've teamed up with the exceptional jeweler, Aaron Barnett. Uh, to bring you a unique jewelry experience from precious metals to custom creations. 
Aaron has it all, whether you're treating yourself or, or surprising a loved one. So it could be for you or someone you love. Okay. Mother, grandmother, sibling, you know, spouse, a loved one. His jewelry is a testament to cherished moments. As part of our community, you get special discounts and a chance to visit his private showroom in Los Angeles. So for anniversaries, birthdays, or just because, uh, discover Aaron's jewelry in our show notes. Elevate your relationships with exquisite pieces from our partner, Aaron Barnett. It's a great relationship that we have because now we can offer great discounts to our Beyond I Do community awesome. to hook them up. And so you visit, yeah, like we said, visit the show notes and let's get back into the show. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're I right. I told on. you it was dep- depressing. It's not. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. But I think that's why people don't want to uh, talk about yeah. it. Even talk about the it. people who want to ask about money are usually those like young couples about to step into marriage. But when you're in it, you really don't want to talk about it because everyone has to make adjustments. Somehow. Yeah, like when you get enough. Yeah, when you get enough people talking about money, like finances and marriage and blah blah blah, everyone goes like, "Yeah, we could probably do better on that." Yeah, or like yeah. yeah. So it's very confrontational conversation as a whole. You know, like I know for us, if we took a time machine nine years ago, we would have merged yeah, our finances 100%. right away. Yeah. But then we just got into a habit where I was just mm-hmm. when we got married, I was already taking care of myself. So I was like, "Hey, I'm good. I'm paying the bills." Um, like. You could just, you know, and I gave a couple projects, like if your pay can just pay for Bob, 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 a couple small things, or I was like, just pay your own car payment and we'd be good, you know, and it's like, okay, but then you're, you you know, as you get older and then the bills get bigger for me, Mm -hmm. it was just like, oh, I'll just work harder than I'll work. That's what we agreed to five years ago or six Mm -hmm. years ago, you know, and then Bob, 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 and then, and then you, and yeah, and then at some point you look up and you're like, yeah, we need to just... We need to bring that work together. We have conversations often about re-examining our finances because we do understand that our finances change, our spending habits change based off of the kids, based off of our lifestyle, based off of you know what the house is needing at the time. And so we're constantly sitting down and sort of, okay, we need to, where's all of our money going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's Instacart. If anyone wants to know <laughs> where my money goes, it goes to Instacart. <laughs> And DoorDash, but um, yeah, but th- th- ha- having those sit down and not not in a negative way of like we need to budget, budget, budget of just like let's see where our money goes, and then you're like I really don't need to spend that much money there, and maybe mm-hmm. we could save a little bit more here and things like that. But we sit down and we have those conversations a lot, yeah, yeah. and I think that that's really important. Yeah. And it helps. Mm-hmm. Takes away some of the stress. Are there apps too that we could you could um, oh, yeah. Yeah. you could put all of your finances yeah. in and they sort of like break down, down. your spending yeah. and things like that. Yeah. The problem For is sure. is nowadays because okay, I'm gonna age myself. I'm doing it. I'm Uh-oh. doing the boomer talk. Uh oh. Back in the day Uh-oh. when Come I was on, when I was a Share young us. child. Share uh, <laughs> um, you know, you went to the bank and you got cash, and that cash was gonna last you a certain amount of money, a certain amount of time. But like credit cards, debit yeah, cards, yeah. Apple. But now I don't even need a wallet. I have my phone. All That's those. Awful. So you are never aware of yeah. how much you spend. You have yeah. no yeah. clue. And if you're not really sitting down and talking about or looking at that, printing it out and looking at yeah, it, we a, don't do you that. A, you had a checkbook. 
I remember we had a checkbook. Yeah, a checkbook. My parents would always make me when I first started learning money and I first got my job right. and I was working at the movie theaters. They, you need a checkbook. Hey, this is how much is coming in, which was like two hundred dollars. I thought I was rich. Yeah. <laughs> and then I start buying stuff. I was like, I'm poor and <laughs> I'm broke. Yeah. I ain't got nothing. But you do the whole checkbook. For yeah. Sure. yeah. I would remember my parents would sit there and do it and be like, Okay, let me see the receipt. Let me see what you bought today. And then writing it in and subtracting. And I'm like, this is crazy to where, like you said, you just go swipe happy and you're like, oh. It, they, it's that t- TikTok that goes around right now where they're like going around to people in their office and they're like, show me what's in your bank account. Oh, <laughs> and uh-huh. then people are covering it. And it's like negative, <sighs> negative $25. Oh, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I think, and, and I think here's the, here's the way that I think like as we're talking, here's how I think because I, you know, we, we I marry a lot of people and I do a lot of their premarital, and so I had we hash these financial conversations all the time. So, here's what I think: what happens is predominantly for most people, I think you guys maybe maybe or not, at least to me from whom I'm marrying, you guys are a little bit of an anomaly in the sense that you guys got married a little older, mm-hmm. you both came in with assets, had your own money, both had careers, blah 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 right. blah. Where the average person that I'm marrying, if they're 30 and under, they don't, they don't really have two pennies to rub together. Sure. So to them, they're like merging our bank accounts. It either goes, yeah, we could do that, or it doesn't make any sense because they have maybe they have under five bills in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they have they you know they they go oh I, you know apartment may, most of, sometimes they maybe even have one car note. You know it's rare maybe both have car notes. So like oh we got a $300 payment here and we got this and really they're talking about and if they're apartment mostly utilities is built in that besides one thing or something so really they're looking at under five bills so they're like I mean yeah we could merge our finances we don't have to we could but we don't you know it's so easy to know where the money's going so they do that at first and so what I think what happens is if you start with a bad habit like what we did which was oh I'll just cover the bills you can have your money blah 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 well, we said that because we were house poor. So, you know, I bought this house and literally like her and I, for the first two years of our marriage, we slept on a mattress. We had this beautiful house in Fontana, but I had literally right. all of my, all my money every single month went to paying sure. the HOA. Yeah. The, yeah. All, I had no idea what utilities was going to do to me. And so I'm just like, I'm at zero every single month. She is somehow coming up at zero every single month as well. <laughs> and so so we're like house broke. And then you get older and just like it is for most people, as you get older and you get more and more in your career, you start making more finances. And so then for us, we just started taking on different financial prob- prob- problems, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like this and you have mm-hmm. the kids and you have, and yeah. so now you're just splitting and dividing, right? Yeah. So now you went from when you first got married, you had four or five bills to now you're 10 years in, you have a couple children, you're working now you're working on a 401k you're working on retirement you're getting older you guys are going to doctors in different ways yeah. your children are going to doctors yeah. you got yeah. you got dentists they're going to dentists yep. so then you go oh we went from when we first got married we had four bills to our name to now we have 25 Mm-hmm. And we built you build a habit, and even if you merge your finances, if there isn't a system to it, if you're not just like, oh well, we'll just do one bank account, but you don't know yeah, what how yeah. goes right. to what or what goes to what, right. you just go oh, as long as there's money at the end of the month extra, you you can go buy new shoes. Sure. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's how it bites you in the butt because as you get older, you start having children or whatever, 
you start it starts expanding how much you owe and what you owe and and if you have a bad habit in there it just gets worse For and worse sure. and worse which is which is why i would think that it's number 2 on divorce rate yeah. not because it started out financially wrong but as individuals grew, grew and new bills came and children came there was no process for finances mm -hmm. and maybe one spouse who was more financially responsible and the, the other who maybe spins, 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 they didn't create clear boundaries in it because when they started, it was just like, this is easy. We only got yeah. three bills to our name. Well, once you have 25 and you have a bad habit, you're, you're pretty much set right. in it. We're all, yeah. we're all pretty much set in our habits. Mm -hmm. So to go, should we change this? Should we bring our finance together? Or should you be limited with a budget? Immediately you go, no, because I've never had to do that before. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like things changed. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like that's, it needs to change then, right? For sure. Yeah. I think that's how it gets into trouble. Because most couples I'm always talking to, they're always like, well, it wouldn't be a problem because we don't, you know, we only have a couple bills. And it's like right now. Right now. Sure. Only yeah, a couple yeah. bills yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> they're like uh, all the time. It's like we have one car note, an apartment and a one student loan. And they're like, and we can cover it. And I'm like, yeah, but. And right. I always help them work through that. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you guys using contraceptives when you guys get married? Oh, no, 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 no. So you, you guys could get married and you get pregnant any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, we don't plan on doing that. Well, how don't you plan on doing that? Right. You know, and I talk through and I go, do you know you having one child is drastically going to change your financial life right that. away? Do you guys know that? You know how expensive diapers well, are? Well, I mean, kind you know, there's like this loose idea. Sure, so I always try to run it out a little bit. Like, hey, let's fast forward maybe about two or three yeah, years. That's good. You think y'all can you think y'all yeah. can handle one or two kids yeah. within the first three years? Well, we don't plan on doing that. Yeah, none of yeah. none of us plan on a lot yeah. of things. Sure. And it happens. And I always tell them, this is how it normally happens. You, you, you guys, because they'll always tell me, they go, oh, well, we're going to use contraceptions or whatever, and we're going to use condoms or whatever. I go, okay, here's how it happens. You, you and your wife are out one night. You guys are having a glass of wine out in the back porch or on your apartment cup. You guys have one glass too many, and next thing you find yourself, you say, let's just have fun tonight. That's and an that is the one moment. Glass of wine. That is the one moment that then, you know, 45 days later, she's taking a pregnancy test. Uh -huh. And what went from we don't plan to, because you're married, have fun. Right. I'm not talking about have fun with the wine. I'm just saying, in general, have fun, enjoy each other, and like, you know, and 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 have fun in your sexual life. Yeah. But that's usually how it comes out. The amount of couples are like, well, we didn't plan on it, but we went on vacation and we was just having sure. fun. Right. And then, uh, and then we got pregnant. I'm like, that's... That's, that's how it can yep, happen, yep. you know, yeah, like <laughs> that, that romance being on vacation together or, or whatever, yeah. that's what turns it on. And it went from, we don't plan to, to here we are to all oh, their great blessing. And then it comes to, but we're fighting every night about our money. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it creeps up on you so fast. Diapers, um, wipes, formula, um, child care, child, child care, care yeah. is really mm -hmm. where, cause if you, cause if yeah. you're right, like we live in a, in a, in a time period where. You really knew, need two incomes in the household. Mm -hmm. So you don't have the luxury of staying home. So now you're making X amount of money and two-thirds of that is paying for daycare. Yeah. yeah. So now you're only living off of a, a third of your income, but you're working 40 hours. And a lot of women can have resentment towards that because they want to be home with the baby, but now they have to work, but then most of their paycheck is going to somebody else watching the baby. <laughs> Yeah, and so now you're working for pennies, and you're exhausted, and and then on top of that, 
diapers mm-hmm. and formula and food and all yeah. those other things. And so that could cause a lot of problems mm-hmm. if yeah. you're not prepared or at least understand the reality of what that's yeah, going to look like. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'll say, I'll say this as we close, there is hope out there. So, <laughs> so <laughs> all you have to do is if you want help, uh, our church that we lead offers that help for free. So all you got to do is go yes. to alfc.faith and uh, in resources or somewhere on the top, it'll it'll talk Thanks, about the, our, the church's resources, alfc.faith, and you'll see something called Financial Peace University. So if you want to mm-hmm. educate yourself on how to get better at your finances, how to pay, really this one's to pay off debt. And then mm-hmm. they have a part two, which we don't cover, which is on legacy. And you can find that from Dave Ramsey's program, but we'll co- we cover the, your, your first one, which is to... Uh, b- balance your finances, get out of debt, all that stuff like that. So if you feel like you're you're in your marriage and you guys are ha- having this turmoil and you're like, man, we just got to get a grasp of our finances, you can go to alfc.faith. Uh, I'm sure Nancy can probably put it in the show notes, put it in the show notes. And then it's our, it's our link to Financial Peace University. I think normally it's either 50 a month or 100 bucks to buy or something mm-hmm. like that, but we cover it for you. So you can go to uh, alfc.faith, go to our resources, Financial Peace University. And get a hold of them finances mm. as be- fast and best as possibly you can. Right. Amen, Pastor. Amen. Amen. So Amen. glad you made Amen. it. Today. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. it's a, he it's said so much. Honor to be here. Yeah. Talk All right. about God money. God bless everybody. Bye. Peace. <laughs>